Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A couple of guests. Carmen Hale is with us from Epsom, New Hampshire. I think I know which one is Carmen. I'm working it out here. And uh, Dr. James Tulsky is with us as well, who is uh, chair of the Department of uh, Psychological Oncology and Palliative Care at Dana-Farber. That's an awfully official-sounding title, isn't it, Doctor? It sure is. And a lot of people don't know what palliative care is, but it might be worth sharing a little bit about that. Well, tell me, in. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, with palliative care, our focus is the quality of life and relief of suffering for patients who are living with cancer. And, you know, the oncologists at Dana-Farber do a fabulous job of focusing on treating the cancer itself, uh, and that's really their mission. And our goal is to help people live their lives, even when they're being treated with cancer, for cancer, and to be able to go on and do the things that they want to do, and to help them with pain and nausea and their fatigue and just kind of coping with living with illness. So, Carmen, breast cancer, you were diagnosed at age 30. But prior to that, <laughs> stage 3 lymphoma at the age of 15. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had my fair share of, of rounds. <laughs> I mean, so unbelievable. Far. So when you, when you were a teenager, how did you first come to know that that's what you had? Uh, actually, back then, I was in my uh, freshman year of high school, and it just got harder for me to breathe. Um, and I didn't think anything of it. And I went to my primary doctor and they said, oh, it's just because you're growing. Like, I've been 5'8 since I was <laughs> that age. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Right. Um, but then when I, I finally had complained so many times. And then one night a tumor actually came up that had been in my rib cage, came up and popped up um, past my clavicle. And that's how how my cancer was initially found. And then yeah. 15 years later. Yeah, 15 years how do you, later. How do you go in? Did you, did you know something was up? Was it during a physical? How did, you, how did that come up? <laughs> well, this will sound like hippy-dippy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all ears. <laughs> okay. Well, I just, when I turned 30, I, I, I felt really strongly that there was something wrong with me, but I didn't know what it was. And I saw a couple of doctors who said that I was perfectly healthy, and I just kept pushing. And I finally saw um, a hematologist because that's a that's a sort kind of oncologist you see for blood cancers. Um, so the hematologist said that I looked healthy and everything looked fine, but then he did a PET scan, and that's how my breast cancer was initially found. So. Pretty crazy. <laughs> Dr. Tulsky, um, Carmen says that at one point um, with her second bout with cancer, she was told by an oncologist, there's nothing more we can do for you. And she ended up at Dana-Farber. I don't imagine anybody at Dana-Farber has ever said those words, have they? We never say those words. Ever? Ever. <laughs> ever. There's always something to do. And we can, first of all, there are amazing treatments now. So we can often treat the cancer and, and help people for just for long periods of time. And even if we can't treat the cancer itself, we can always treat the person. We can always be there with them. We can always help their pain. We can always help them live better. 
there's never nothing we can do. And Carmen, as someone who is very familiar with hospitals and doctors and yeah. nurses, what was the difference going to Dana-Farber? It was a night and day difference. There's really no comparison for me. Um, as soon as I came to my first appointment at Dana-Farber, I immediately noticed that even, like, down to, like, the small details, the people who help you check in for appointments, you know, phlebotomists who take your blood, like... Everyone is just so caring. Like, they care about you. It's just above and beyond, like, a normal, like, generic friendliness. It's like they genuinely care for you. But you feel like you know them, right? Yeah. You go in there. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's been huge for me. And between my oncology team and Dr. Tulski, like, when I was initially diagnosed with my stage 4 cancer, um, like, I could, I could barely walk. And now, like, I'm able to do all kinds of things that I never thought that I would be able to do again. So I'm, I'm very thankful. You probably never realized you were going to go to Dana-Farber to learn how to make jewelry, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, who, would, who would guess? But, yeah, I, I, they have a little art, art center there. And in between my appointments, I go, go, and I know, like, all the ladies that work there now. <laughs> and, um, like, I make earrings and necklaces, and it's r- really a fun way to kind of get your head out of just, like, cancer land. And, Doctor, she, she's on an oral chemotherapy now? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what is that? What, how does that differ from other chemotherapy? Well, you know, one of the great things is that a lot of the drugs we have now don't require infusion. So you don't have to actually come in and go through that ordeal and be in the chair and all of that. And so Carmen's been able to do that, which just allows her to... Actually, the drug she's taking is the same drug that they can also give by infusion, but is being given orally. So she can go about and live her life. I mean, she just came back from Maine for a couple of weeks and um, took a trip to Japan and, wow. uh, you know. Harder to get to than Maine. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And actually, Dr. Tulski helped me when I was in Japan as well. Um, as soon as I landed, I, <laughs> my, all of my pain medication got... Um, Taken away from you by t- the Japanese oh, uh, my. customs people. Yeah. And, and we got this email from Carmen, freaked out, in yeah. the, that... She just arrived in Japan. All of her pain medicine, which is you know opioid, um, was taken away, and she was either going she was going to be in horrible pain for this trip she's been dreaming about. Yeah, it's my like dream trip. Like I've been looking forward to it so much. But and her friends all got together to send her on that trip, and and suddenly they took this away, and she was going to be in pain and withdraw. And so oh. we said like, oh my god, we can't let this happen. So, um, <laughs> by fortune. Um, an emergency medicine physician who works at the Brigham, uh, which is, you know, the inpatient hospital for Dana-Farber, um, uh, is Japanese and works with me. And I immediately called him up. His mom happens to live in Osaka, (laughs) in the town where she was. He had happened to meet a palliative care physician at the annual meeting of palliative care here in Boston three months before. We contacted him and within 12 hours i think 15 hours his mom picks her up at her hotel takes her to the palliative care doctor fills the prescription on my request wow and 
and, she has a and then she spent the next two days like showing my cousin and I around. We're best friends. So I was like, yeah. yeah, we totally are. That 12 hours must have felt like 12 years, not knowing if you were going to be able to get that. It was scary. Like, I, I mean, it was either if something didn't work out through Dana Farber, I would have had to get on a plane and go, go home, home because I was already starting to go through like the symptoms of withdrawal. So. How long were you in Japan for? Um, t- just over two weeks. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah. It was, I mean, it really was the trip of a lifetime. It was everything that I could have asked for and more. So that's great. Well, we're glad you're able to enjoy things like the dream trip of a lifetime and, and living your life the way you are. And, uh, we wish you nothing but the best going forward. And Dr. Tulski, thank you so much for all the, the care you take and, and trying to take care of these folks. It's great. Absolutely. Thank you Good so much. Good to see you guys. Thank you. Good luck to you, Thank you, Carmen. Thank Thanks. you so Thanks. much. Bye-bye. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no. I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.